The night sky sits like a heavy blanket over Paradise Path, Oregon. The small rural town surrounded by tall pines, crystal clear lakes, and a handful of mountains usually lives up to its name. But once the sun goes down, those gorgeous views are hidden by an endless sea of blackness. Except for tonight. Deep in the woods, a light races between the trees, narrowly avoiding a collision at every turn. It belongs to a teenage boy riding a pristine blue bicycle, but he's not out on a late night joyride. Breathing heavy and using every ounce of his stamina, he pedals as fast as he can towards town. His terror turns to hope as he starts to see the streetlights shining through the pines ahead of him, until his front tire smacks into a rock and he flies over the handlebars. He tumbles through the dirt and leaves, but doesn't take a second to make sure he's okay. He doesn't do anything. He's paralyzed with fear as he realizes whatever was chasing him was right on his tail. In just a few seconds, it'll be on top of him. A muffled scream echoes through the woods, but no one's around to hear it. Paradise Path sleeps easy, blissfully unaware that anything has gone wrong. I'm your keeper, Armando Torres, and welcome to episode one of our new tabletop role-playing show, Must Be Dice. I thought it was Must Be Dice. Italian. Hello, everybody. For season one of our show, we are playing Monster of the Week, which is a Powered by the Apocalypse system developed by Michael Sands and Steve Hickey. Uh, and joining me is our brave cast of hunters. We have got uh, Patrick Brown. We have got Elise Willems. We've got James Willems. Audible, hello. Yeah, we've got <laughs> Jacob Fullerton. Hi. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us. In case you're a little bit confused, this show is available uh, on video on the RT site and on audio everywhere else. Spotify. On video a DVD. Uh, the Kanye stem player. LimeWire. Uh, it must be Dice, but what's the name of the season? So this season is called Paradise Path. Uh, it is a Monster of the Week uh, uh, campaign that I have put together. Is it spelled Pair of Dice? Yeah. Pair o dice. Shit. Because we each have oh. two dice. die in front of us, right? <laughs> Oops. Well, it wasn't, but I'm furiously uh, rewriting some stuff Great. right now. Great, cool. I wanted uh, to start out this season by sort of getting to know our, uh, our characters a little bit better. And uh, all of your characters live on a street in Paradise Path, Oregon called Medford Bend. It is a quiet street filled with houses of all shapes and sizes, but far and away, the biggest house is the large white colonial style home that belongs to the Over Under family. Deckard Over Under sits in his room, which is decorated almost like a normal kid's room, except there doesn't really seem to be any one cohesive style. He's got hip hop posters next to rock posters, books next to comic books and videos, it just kind of looks like a jumble of interests that doesn't really have one thing. Uh, could you describe to me Deckard Over Under? Yeah, uh, so you can call me Dex. Uh, Dex is 17 years old and he kind of walks between worlds, you know? He's laid back, he always has been laid back, you know? He doesn't always um, worry about making stressful decisions. It's not one or the other, he can kind of have both. Um, and sometimes that, kind of aloofness is confused with uh, overconfidence. And a lot of times it results in him taking on leadership roles that he didn't ask for. I, I mean, a good example of this would be in middle school, there was uh, an election for class president and uh, someone asked Dex who he was gonna vote for and he said, 
whoever. A couple weeks later, he won by a landslide. <laughs> so, you know, that's just kind of the guy he is. He doesn't look for the complicated answer in a lot of things. He just goes with the flow in whichever direction that takes him. Gotcha. It's a normal afternoon for Dex. He's sitting in his room. What would Dex be doing? Well, he'd be lounging probably, uh, probably be lounging on his bed, which has uh, race car sheets, but then <laughs> also baseball pillowcases. Is it, hold on, isn't he like 17? Yeah, who cares? Okay. He I actually... race cars. I mean, it, adults drive race cars, so why couldn't he have race car sheets? Not a big deal. Uh, there is a knock at the door and uh, it, it opens uh, and uh, peeking his head into your room, wearing uh, sort of like business casual and a lab coat over that is your father, uh, Richard over under. And uh, he says, hey Dex. What's up dad? You know, I'm glad that you made it through another year of school. You know, first day of summer, real exciting. But um, you know, me and your mom were thinking that maybe it's time for you to start thinking about what you're gonna do uh, after school. You know, you got one year left, but uh, I'll be damned if I've even heard one iota of an idea of what you're going to be doing after this is done. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too worried about it. I feel like whatever happens, happens, right? You know? Okay, yeah, no, but see, that's the problem is that that's not the way that the world works. Like, you got to go to school or, or get a job or do something. Okay. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> okay, well, do you, I mean, like... Do you have any interests in like college or or doing anything? Yeah, that sounds that actually that sounds pretty cool. That sounds fun. I probably yeah, one of those maybe. I think probably would probably work. I think. Well, I've got to get to work, champ. I guess just Jesus Christ, just have a a good day. All right. Uh, he closes your door. And you too, Dad. <laughs> if you want. Or not. <laughs> he opens he opens his door. Make a decision. You want me to have a good day or a bad day? Uh whatever. Whatever's fine. I'm done. I'm done. And he closes the door and he leaves. Uh, across the street from the over-under house, uh, sitting in her ridiculously small bedroom, which is actually just an attic with a futon and some scattered books around it, uh, sits Sloan Baker. From her tiny window, she catches a glimpse of Dex sitting in his room across the street. I just, I, I don't know why I have any interest in that stupid lug. He doesn't, he doesn't even know that I exist. And, and even if he did, he's not gonna ask me out. I, I haven't seen him commit to a single thing in his life, ever. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about Sloan? My name is Sloan Baker. I am an honor roll student at the local high school. Um, I work part-time at the Wiener factory at the mall. I have to wear those degrading hats, but I, if I'm gonna have any spending money when I get out of this town and go to college, it, it's a necessary evil. Um, I live with my horrible family, the Derpies, who are my aunt and uncle and my putrid cousin Deirdre. My parents died when I was very young and I had no choice but to come live with them, but as soon as I get a scholarship, I am getting out of this town and saying goodbye to Medford Bend forever. And, and 
No one's gonna miss me except for my friends, but they won't even know that I'm gone. This high school won't even know that I'm gone. I'm so invisible to people, but that's okay because I have my books, and my books are my best friends. Uh, Dex is, notices that Sloane is still staring out the window. <laughs> oh shit! And, and then and then gives her a thumbs up. <laughs> Sloane pulls on the curtains to hide herself, but in doing so, because there's such bad curtains, they're so crappy, mm. they fall from the rod and she falls down with them. You hear, uh, you hear sort of like a, a snort laugh from behind you. And uh, you turn around and, and see that it's your shitty cousin, Deidre Derpy. What are you doing here, Deidre? Kind of watching you fuck up everything like you always do. Don't you have some stupid reality show to watch or some pork to eat? Don't you have... <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, I forgot to mention Sloan Baker is strictly kosher. <laughs> Vegetarian. But. Deidre looks at you and goes, "Don't you have any um, Henry Planter books that you should be reading? You fucking nerd." <sighs> Who's Henry Planter? It's you know that I read Claristes Gazet. She's my favorite writer. First of all, don't come at me with that French shit, okay, bitch? Second of all, I can't believe you're still here. You know my mom and dad are just counting the days until they can kick you out. What's it now? Like, seven months away until you're 18? Well, you're still here and you're 22. Well, well you're a bitch! And uh, she, <laughs> she, she puts her hand behind your bookcase and knocks it over onto the floor. Real mature. I mean, I guess this is par for the course for you, Deidre, but are you just gonna help me pick these up? She she looks at you and she goes, um, no, I, um, I've got some more reality shows to watch and some pork to eat. And she uh, sort of crawls down the ladder that is the entrance to your room and uh, laughs as she leaves you there alone. Picking up my books and putting them back. Okay, eat your pork, eat your pork. I don't care, I don't care. I'm gonna be gone here for a second and I, I won't ever even look at another pig. That's, that's not true, that's not true. I love pigs, are very intelligent creatures. Very intelligent. Down the block sits a small house covered in chipping blue paint. Uh, the lawn is unkempt and the metal screen door is permanently halfway open. Inside is Spencer Schnipp, where he almost always is sitting in his dank, musty basement in front of his computer. Oh, God. I can smell it. What do you want to know? Uh, well, why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about who Spencer Schnipp is? I spent a lot of time in front of the computer. I'm on a lot of websites, a black background, green font. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of opinions. Really, I kind of know everything there is to know, especially when it comes to, you know, the bigger picture. It's never as simple as it seems. You know what I mean? No. No. no? Okay. I don't. Conspiracies no. everywhere is what I'm talking like about. everywhere? Even in this yeah. small town? Wake up. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spencer is sitting uh, in front of his computer uh, in, a, in the middle of a, of a heated Discord call with uh, one, of his, uh, one of his really good buddies, Four plan is their what? name. That's oh, their, oh that's okay, their gotcha, gotcha. Their name is Four plan. <laughs> yeah, and then in parentheses next to that, January sixth. Yeah. Uh, so your buddy is talking to you. And, well, and, and my username is Fire Can't Melt Steel Memes. <laughs> 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 so. 
<laughs> so uh, he, in, in the middle of the Discord call, uh, he says, uh, he goes, look, man, I just, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be shitty, but I've been talking with some of the other guys. And um, look, man, we're into conspiracies, but we think you might be like, too into conspiracies, you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean too into conspiracies? I mean, not everything has to be a government plan to take you personally down. Yeah, not everything has to be, but it is. Oh my God, dude, come on. Are you serious? The other day you were telling me that your dad was fired from his job at that stupid government agency because he knew too much. Yeah, he did. He was a janitor. You know who notices the janitor? Nobody. He had access to shit that no one was supposed to see. Dude, I've looked up your dad on Facebook. He's just a drunk dude. Yeah? So? He's a janitor. Yeah, you don't think he was just fired for being a bad janitor? No, how can you be a bad janitor? He was, a, he was in the union. You can't just fire a union janitor? A teamster? <laughs> well, I didn't know he was in the union, actually. Yeah. That changes a lot of things. Yeah, it does. We've been talking, and uh, we think that maybe if you're not gonna like cool it down, uh, we're gonna have to kick you out of the Discord, dude. Oh, you're gonna kick me out? Because mm -hmm. you're all being sheep, banding together to kick okay. out the wolf. Okay, all right, huh? this again. What, am I too real for you? Hey, did you kick him out of the Discord yet? No. Who is that? <laughs> it's me, Jules. Fuck you, Jules. <laughs> Fuck you, Spencer. You hear uh, somebody disconnects and a crying emoji pops up in the general chat. <laughs> uh, you, you hear your buddy who you've talked to for years just sort of, you can audibly hear him rubbing his temples as he goes, mm -hmm. look, man, just consider it. Just fucking chill out. Also, as an aside, I wanted to see if you were coming around to this QAnon shit, all right? I really think this guy's got some great ideas. No, I don't get it. This, is the, this doesn't make any sense to me. That's the one you're not interested in. Okay, no, it doesn't. there's okay. nothing there. I don't understand how you all are falling for this. That's, uh, it's so obviously fake. It's a psyop. It's a psyop. I don't have time for this. And then he disconnects, and uh, you are left alone. I slam my laptop shut, and I, and then three seconds later, I open it back up, and I, I go to some <laughs> a new Discord awful Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the opening of Medford Bend is an apartment complex. Upstairs in Unit Two Hundred Three is Virgil Sugarhose. He's pacing around the room, muttering to himself. His walls are covered in photographs, articles, and notes, all connected by strands of red string. And while this might seem odd, it's actually just another normal day for Virgil. Oh my God, it's goddamn Mondays. Come on, right here. What, is dad home yet? I don't think so. Uh, so you're sort of pacing around the room, muttering to yourself about Mondays, like a, like a cracked out Garfield. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about about Virgil? Also 17, you know, keeping a low profile in high school, getting passing grades, people are okay with them, not exactly a popular guy, but you know, high school isn't exactly part of the, the big picture for Virgil. His dad's a detective, you see, in the local police department. He just lives with his dad at home. Uh, Virgil wants to kind of get in on the family business because 
of mysterious circumstances surrounding his grandfather's death. A lot of leather. A lot of leather. Any cigarette butts? Are you a smoker? Ooh, not yet. Awesome. I, I, was, I was gonna wait a but little longer. But you're long. thinking about it. Yeah, thinking about it. Not yet, but close. Yeah. You're not gonna wait till 21, but yeah. definitely past 18. I carry an unlit one around. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Just go ahead and write that on your on your paper that you carry. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll get one next time. Uh, so Virgil, you uh, you hear a, a knock on your door, and as opposed to a, a knock that maybe a normal parent would do, it's sort of like a heavy like. A... Dad, what's up? Was that you? You hear from on the other side of the door. Virgil, are you in there? Yeah. Is it okay if I enter? Yeah, of course, Dad. You don't gotta ask me. You've <laughs> cleared for entry. I am entering your space now. All right, Dad, come on in. Uh, and entering the your room is Detective Sugarhose, your your father, uh, and who is a cop to the most degree. You know, he yeah. he he enters your room and sort of looks around and visually clears it with like an ocular like scan, just sort of make sure that there's nothing uh, to worry about. Uh, and while he's doing so, sort of catches a glimpse at your your wall of evidence. Um, and he is kind of sad. Uh, he, he mutters to himself sort of under his breath. He goes, oh my God, it's getting worse. Bud, um, why, don't, why, don't you, why don't you sit down? I, I kind of want to talk to oh, you a little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, anything, Dad. What's this about, Bud? I mean, listen, like, Dad, I, I, I'm telling you, I'm on to something. There's... Think something happened. It's not just nothing. You, you can't just, I got a feeling about this. Like, listen, you're a detective. Someday I'll probably be a detective. You know, you've got to have a feeling about this like I do. <sighs> he, again, just sort of looks at all the different things that you have pinned to your wall. He sort of just kind of looks down and goes, look, Virgil, I know you want to be a detective. And a good cop knows two things. We know, well, first and foremost, how to keep our jobs just no matter what we do, really, anything that we do. Yeah, you can't yeah, fire yeah. a union man. Yeah, of course. You can't fire a teamster. It's not, You'd be surprised. Yeah, Yeah. well, we're, what am I, a fucking janitor? No, I'm a goddamn yeah, cop, right? I'll keep no, my no, job. Yeah, it's called qualified immunity, bud, yeah. all right? Oh, okay. All right? Yeah, oh, he, sure. too, he gets a little sure, too, yeah, too okay? Sure. Okay, okay, Dad, it's fine, yeah, sure. Sorry, that's a yeah. typical cop trait. Secondly, uh, Smoking is cool. <laughs> Every good cop, well, okay, then actually, you know what? I take it back. Every cop knows three things. Look, a, a good cop knows when there isn't a case. Your grandpa, how do I put this, was just an asshole, okay? I don't think he disappeared. I don't think he died some mysterious death. Look, if I'm being honest with you, if he's even still alive, the guy's probably hanging out in fucking the Bahamas probably flirting with somebody your age, okay? He's not a good person that you should look up to. He was a dick. Sure, Dad, whatever you say. I'm already like looking at the board again, trying to think about the next, the next clue. God, I hope you can get through to him. <laughs> I just don't know if it's possible. <laughs> just for once, it's the first day of summer, just Try to be like a normal kid, please. Have fun. It's not gonna last forever. Yeah, sure, Dad. Anything you say. He's already got the unlit. So the end of it, by the way, is so soggy from years of just yeah, resting yeah. in it's your mouth. Yeah, it's the same one. Oh my god, it's gonna taste terrible yeah. when you yeah, finally yeah, light yeah. it up. I got a long day, long night. I'm probably not gonna be home. Just 
be safe, okay? Yeah, yeah, easy peasy. You know, I learned from you, you learn from the best. I'll be safe. He leaves, he closes the door and uh, Ring, ring. He leaves. Oh. Yeah, hello? Hey. Oh, Dex, I should have known it was you. Hey, what's up? Yeah, how's it going? You got something going on? What can I do for you? What's going on? Oh, nothing, you know, just dad's hazing me again. You know how it is with those dads. Not really. Oh, okay. Well, all right, you wanna, you wanna hang out soon? You wanna get together? I guess so. All right, yeah, sounds good. I, I, you, I could see you down the street, out the, out the yeah. window. <laughs> from, <laughs> from, uh, from your window, you're looking outside, and all the way down the street, in his window, you see Dex just giving you a thumbs up. All right, cool, yeah, thumbs I'll see up, you man. soon. Yeah, thumbs up. Okay. All right, <laughs> yeah, see you, bud. Bye. Behind Over Under Manor is a pretty impressive backyard, complete with a very proud tall oak tree. Uh, built into the sturdy branches sits an equally impressive treehouse. Mr. Overunder started construction back when Dex was in elementary school, and the thing still sits in the tree as sturdy as ever today. And for the past few years, it has served as the official clubhouse to the Paradise Path Mystery Solvers Club. Dex and Virgil, you two are sitting in the clubhouse, which is somewhere that you spend a lot of time and uh, you're just enjoying the first day of summer. I don't know, man. I know it's the beginning of summer, but I can't, I, you know I can't stop thinking about the stuff that's been going down with the family and all that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I know you're probably gonna be doing something cool with your summer, right? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I might. I think yeah. I might. Uh, that part but I'm also course. like, okay, like, not. Interrupting your very awkward conversation about the start of summer, uh, you hear a tapping on the trap door uh, as somebody is climbing up the ladder. I, I open the door muttering to myself and I go, oh great, you're here. Whoa. <laughs> this is my backyard. I'm, I'm, I'm here a lot. Well, it's the clubhouse too. If you want to have a clubhouse and not allow certain people in, you control who gets to come in and out, then maybe it shouldn't be in your backyard. That's true. I guess that's true. Oh, well, okay. Sloane isn't too far behind Spencer, and she kind of comes up the ladder mm. behind him. Hey, everybody, are we meeting today? Is is there? I have a shift later at the Wiener factory. So, but hey, Virgil. Hey, Spencer. Hey, Dex. Do you remember me? Ah, Sloan, right? Yeah. Yeah, we know well, each we've other. We've been friends for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And you were staring you. at me through the window. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Dex, hi. Hey. Hi. What's going on? Why were you staring at him through the window? Uh, 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 cataracts. <clears throat> oh. Um, okay. No, I, I was actually I was bird watching. I don't see any cataracts um, in your eyes. <laughs> they, uh, they, it's, they come and go. I, I was actually I was bird watching. Um, there was an interesting pecker. I mean woodpecker, that I. <laughs> had seen, um, and I have a report on indigenous birds of the Pacific Northwest. Northwest. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> Speaking right. of, I stopped by the library before I came here, Spencer, and I saw that you got kicked out of the Discord again. Uh, yeah, another one. <sighs> you got us. A lot of people just don't want to hear the truth. <sighs> okay, but you're our man on the inside. You're getting us intel, and you can't keep getting There's... kicked out of these secret societies and, and discords. I have plenty of burner accounts. <sighs> they can't actually get rid of me. What's All a right? Discord? <laughs> uh, it's a mobile. What is? It? How do you describe Discord? I just yeah, like, tell us. 
Uh, it's an online chat platform, community, I just, message board. I think you could do some work on your online hygiene and maybe your real life hygiene too. I don't know yeah, about man. that. You wear deodorant today? No, I didn't wear deodorant. Do you know what they put in that stuff? No, <laughs> it smells good. Are you kidding? No. I'm sorry, I'm not putting any of that shit near my body. All right. So, which is a temple. Yeah, interrupting uh, what is pretty standard for Spencer, just a, just a kind of soapbox rant, uh, is another knock on the trap door. Uh, somebody else is coming up the ladder. Well, we're all here. Yeah, the one, two, three, There's four. There's literally no more room in this clubhouse for another person. It could just be someone else. Do you think it's bullies? Maybe. Better not be. Uh, so the door opens to reveal uh, Lucas Tarpley. Uh, Lucas goes to school with all of you, but he doesn't really go to school. Uh, even now, he reeks like weed in the woods. But unlike every other time you've seen Lucas, today, his chill vibe is totally off. Something is definitely wrong. Jesus Christ, Sloan, open a window or something. I, Dank what is in here. he doing here? Hey, Lucas. Hey, man, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> so Whatever. Lucas. What are you doing here, Lucas? So, like, this is, like, kind of embarrassing to say. <laughs> but, like, you guys are um, the, like, Mystery Solvers Club, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course we are. I cool. guess so. Yeah, because, like, I remember you guys talking about it and me being like, it's kind of weird that like a bunch of like teenagers, you know, want to like solve mysteries like Encyclopedia Brown. Like it's kind of, it's kind of fucking stupid. It's not that weird or stupid. Well, I, Lucas. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like normal stuff that like teen, like we do, you know, like uh, like sex and uh, eye makeup. I've seen HBO, so yeah. you know. Oh, Euphoria season two. <laughs> yeah, have you seen that, dude? Are you into that? Nah, that's not season one. I haven't got to season two. Oh, yet, okay, yeah, but... we'll talk about it later. Look, okay. I I used to think it was like totally fucking stupid that you guys were doing this, but um, I actually have a, a mystery, and I was wondering if maybe I could get your guys' help. Well, good luck with your mystery. Um, whoever chooses to help you will be great. It won't be me who you got everyone at the school to call Sloaner. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of some of my best work, though. You know, it's was like it? kind of cool. Yeah, because it wasn't really good work to me. Or... I, I mean, I thought it was, that's like he look. He looks over at Dex and goes, "That's pretty funny, right? Like that's pretty cool. Like off the top of the head, it's like Sloaner, because it's like loner." But her name is Sloan? What? Nah, I don't know, man. What he's trying to say is, that's not cool. Okay, okay. Thank, so thank you. Spit it out. Listen, summer might not be too eventful for us right now. I mean, come on, old times' sake. Let's hear the guy out. Oh, oh. And then kick him out, because he stinks. <sighs> I don't feel great about this, but I'll, I'll do whatever Spencer says. Let's hear him out. Let's see what he's got. Look, I know I've been kind of a dingus to all of you. And I don't feel like great about that. Um, <clears throat> you can tell when he's talking, he's got a bit of a cough, which is kind of normal for Lucas, seeing as how he smokes probably about a pound a week. That's a lot of money. Well, pound he, of what? He, uh, you all so. kind of know this about Lucas, is that he's known to sort of grow his own stuff. He's buying and selling, yeah. so to speak. He looks genuinely kind of upset uh, which is a, a look you've never really seen on him. And he goes, do you guys um, think you could help me find a, a missing bike? A missing bike? Are you kidding? Yeah. That's what you came here for? A bike? Yeah. Spencer, come on. Getting around this town at our age, it's not easy. Some of us don't have cars and stuff. 
I have a photo of the bike, and uh, from his jacket, he pulls out a Polaroid picture, uh, and he shows it to you, and he points to the bicycle, and he goes, it's, um, it's this blue one here. Virgil grabs the photo and pins it to the corkboard immediately. Okay. Uh, can I get you to do the first role of this, which is uh, to investigate a mystery? Investigate a mystery, okay. Yeah, so you are going to roll two d6s plus sharp, which is your modifier. Minus one. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, five and five, Ooh, so nine. That's great. That is pretty good. So uh, a little bit of explanation for anybody watching. The way that the system works is that you roll two d6s, uh, and on a 12 to a 10, it is a total success. On a nine to a seven, it is a mixed success. And on a six or lower, it is a failure. So you uh, are looking at this photograph. Inside of the photograph, you see um, Lucas standing next to a pristine blue bicycle. It's a really nice BMX bike. Uh, but something that's a little strange, maybe, about the photo is the bike is sort of just standing up on its own. Like, it's, it's got the kickstand out. Uh, and Lucas is actually sitting on top of a bike that you know belongs to him, which is a, a red Schwinn bicycle. He points at the blue BMX bike and says, uh, yeah, I mean, you're looking at the picture, right? That's, you see the bike? Yeah, that's not your bike though, is it? You're, you have your bike. <sighs> you say this and he looks kind of sad. He sort of takes the picture from you or off the wall and shows it to the rest of you and he goes, what about you three? You, you see the bike, and me, anything else? Oops. Dex wants to stumble across something important. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is one of the moves that you have. Uh, do you have to roll for that? or Nope. Just... Tell the keeper you will find something important and useful, although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. Uh... <laughs> uh, okay, so you... Uh, are looking at the photograph, you see that there are, Lucas in the photograph is, is wearing his helmet because he cares a lot about his, his head safety. Um, and there's a second helmet that is hanging off of the blue bike. Hold on guys, I think I see, I think there's a second helmet, maybe not, but I think there might be a second helmet in the photo. <laughs> I have this weird feeling sometimes where I can kind of, I don't wanna say read people's thoughts, but kind of like get into their heads in a weird way. Okay. It can help me investigate a mystery or read a bad situation. So I'm gonna kind of see if I can maybe get into his head a little bit. Okay. And see if there's something he's not telling us. Uh, nine. So you roll a nine, which is a sort of a mixed success. So you, you are sort of a really good at reading people and their body language and you look into Lucas's eyes, it's almost as if you can hear his thoughts inside of his head. Man, fuck, I could really go for some food right now. Dex, look, she's doing that thing. She's what staring thing? into his eyes. Oh. Lucas kind of snaps out of it and goes, look, if I'm being real with you guys, I, um, I just really want to find the bike, okay? He's high. Yeah, I'm always hot. Yeah, He's hot. I knew so how, do, how can we trust anything that you're telling us right now, Spencer? Can I, I grab the photo from him? And I, I kind of look like, whose bike is this? Is this even your bike? What is going on here? Why is it floating? 
It's not <laughs> I know it's not floating. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. No, uh, he kind of looks sad when you're saying this, and he looks at the, the four of you, and he goes, you guys don't remember the bike, my bike. You don't remember anything about it. What? Of course I remember the bike, but tell everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I last saw it sort of near the woods. Maybe somebody took it, maybe something happened. I just, I need to know where it went. I need to know what happened, okay? Woods, that's a lead. That's a clue right there. A location, which woods? The woods. The woods. I mean, he's great. We technically only do have one woods here. Okay. Um, yeah. Numbers are an important quantifiable piece of evidence. Yeah. Look. Sorry, old habits. If you can figure out what happened to my bike, I'll pay you guys 50 bucks, all right? Each? In Bitcoin? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Mm, okay. We know you make a lot of money. Okay, fine. Yeah, 50 bucks each. Just This is for, you know, I never narked my dad about you, you know? Don't even joke about that, man. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah. You know that's not cool. I know. And this is not uh, us solving the mystery for you. It's pretty cool. Dex, what, uh, what do you think we should do? I mean, I guess on the one hand, we could, like, help him. But then also, like, I get why you wouldn't want to. You're so. right. We, I mean, we are storied mystery solvers. We caught the culprit of the, the cable car restaurant mascot thief red-handed. Good times. Okay, we've done prestige cases. This is a bicycle, a, a lost and found mission. I, I say we do a hundred apiece. I think she's right. Remember that. Listen. You did the, the Sloaner thing? Yes. You got a lot to answer for. Exactly. Thank you, Virgil. Also, my dad is one of your best customers. <laughs> that he is. That he is. The man. Oof, let me tell you about these union boys, these Teamsters. I know. All right, fine. Look, just find out what happened to the bike and and I'll give you the rest. And he gives you he gives you half. Wow. Well, do you have any leads? Do you have anywhere we follow you? We just go to the woods looking for a bike? Oh, do I have any leads? You're the fucking I, Paradise Path mystery solvers. I to came this. to you. You okay. haven't given us any useful information. You just said, look for this bike. I gave you a picture of the bike and $100 each. That's what a client does, dude. Spencer, it's cool. We'll make, we'll make right. it work. Do you know which entrance to the woods? No. Okay, well, where was this photo of you taken? That doesn't matter. That seems like an easy question. Well, <laughs> I, I have a shift at the Wiener factory, and if I get there late, they're gonna put me on mustard duty. So I think we should head to the woods as soon as possible. Lucas uh, just sort of goes, okay, let me know if you guys find anything. And that leads us to the beginning of uh, the first mystery that we have here for the Paradise Path Mystery Solvers Club. When we start mysteries, some of you have moves that you can use up top at the very beginning. So at the beginning of each mystery, I look for wider patterns that current events might be a hold of, okay. might be a part of. So you uh, get to hold three, which means that you get to ask three questions that you can ask now or throughout the mystery. Right now, all I want to do is know, how does this connect to the bigger picture? What do I already know? What information do I already have floating around in my head from message boards and such that, uh, that informs what's happening right now. So uh, you're kind of connected to this sort of shady, dark underground of, of stuff, and you know for a In matter cells. of- cells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know for a matter of fact um, that women who won't fuck you, it's their fault. No, I don't even want to. <laughs> Spencer, thoughts? Cut it, cut yeah. it, cut it. <laughs> I'm actually going to take a hard stance on that. Uh-huh. They That's suck. The first time. <laughs> Text, wow. When a woman can't find a man, it's sex in the city. 
<laughs> you know? This is Oregon, not New York. <laughs> so uh, you know that selling a bike, especially like a BMX bike, even as nice as it is somewhere here in Oregon, no one's really gonna do that online. But you do know that basically anytime something like this happens, a petty theft crime, uh, it usually has something to do with a gang of idiots that are known as the Hell's Pass Gang. Ooh. We got a missing bike, it's gotta be the Hell's Path Gang, right? Oh no. Who are the Hell's Path? I know who they are. A little early, earlier high school, end of middle school years, I, I mean, spent qu quite a bit of time with this Hell's Path Gang. I mean, it wasn't anything that bad. We were going under the overpass and throwing bottles, stuff like that, you know. Maybe pushing over a couple bikes at the grocery store. I don't, I don't know how much has changed since then, but still bad news, bad characters to be around. What, what would they possibly want with a teenager's bike? Virgil, you know, uh, you know where they, these, these idiots hang out. Yeah, um, okay. And Spencer, you know that they're sort of been known to, to fence off some, some stolen shit here mm -hmm. and there. You've solved a number of cases before where something has gone missing, where it turned out that it was stolen by these, uh, these dummies. Yeah, there's a chance that this could just be another run-of-the-mill Hell's Pass gang incident for us, but I think I know where we can find him. So out back behind Virgil's apartment complex is a handful of garages, and the one belonging to Unit 105 doesn't have a car in it, but it does have four teens smoking cigarettes and throwing empty bottles over the fence. This is the official hangout spot of the Hell's Path gang. Although gang might be kind of a stretch. You know these four as Kyle, Kevin, Kylie, and their leader, Cade Collie. <laughs> Cade Colley thinks he's the coolest kid around. His curly, greasy hair barely covers the stick and poke face tattoo that he's given himself, and he's always surrounded by his three lackeys and a heavy amount of smoke. Uh, so you are approaching them, and uh, he throws a bottle kind of over the fence, and they all kind of laugh as it shatters, and he looks at you and he goes, What's up, pa uh, pa uh, Paradise uh, pa uh, Path? Mis uh, uh, mystery dorks, oh, fucking got him! <laughs> and then they high five each other. Kevin, Kyle, Kaylee, what was the other one? Cade. Cade, what, what's going on, what y'all been up to? <laughs> what have we been up to? What do you fucking think we've been up to, dude? We've just been like hanging out and like hanging out. Cool, we have a bit of a, I know, a mystery going on. We were uh, hoping you find uh, find folks who might be able to point us in the right direction. Dex just kind of like wanders around, kind of ignoring that they're even there, just like checking out the garage and stuff. Cade looks over at uh, Virgil and goes, first of all, I don't help cops, and I especially don't help out the sons of cops. Uh, you can't be a cop if you're under 18. Yeah. Yeah, but his dad's a cop. I said right. sons of cops. Spence, it's happening mm. again. Your headaches? You know what happens to me when we get a new mystery. I don't want to say they're premonitions, but, you know, I just get these weird thoughts. <laughs> it's a dice it's roll. <laughs> oh, no. It's a six. You know, some, you know sometimes when we start mysteries, I, I just get the, I don't want to say premonitions because that feels too crazy, but I just get these weird visions of something bad that might happen. And if I roll high enough, <laughs> I, I, I might learn what's happening. But if I, if I don't, 
if, if it doesn't, if the vision doesn't materialize, I get a vision of something bad happening to, to me, and then the keeper holds three to be spent one for one as penalties to rolls oh, I make. Oh my god. Okay, okay, so this is great. Sloane, you sort of like fall back a little bit and uh, go into this dark place that you've gone into before, and everything sort of around you goes black, and you hear Cade laughing, and then you hear your scream. You hear a growl, something from an animal that you've never heard before. It is one of the most instinctually terrifying sounds that you have ever heard, and it just sort of gets louder, and then all of a sudden, snap, you're back. Uh... <laughs> what the hell? Spencer, I don't know if Virgil should be talking to these guys. Are you on the ground? Did you fall? <laughs> Did you hit your head? Why didn't you help me up? Well, I didn't know what was happening. Oh God, well, you, you need to mitigate this. I, I, I'm I, sorry, I don't, I don't know. If someone falls, am I supposed to just catch them every time? I don't know. Oops. So, <laughs> Dex, while exploring the garage, uh, stumbles across something important. <laughs> Uh, so you... Although not necessarily related to your immediate problems. Dex uh, uses his ability to, to stumble across a, uh, a bag of weed. And hey, what's this? What do you mean, what's that? Uh, what is it? I don't know what it is. I just found it back here. You don't know what weed is? <laughs> you fucking loser? Like, that grows in the yard? Sometimes I mow it for my dad. Wait, hold on. There's weed that grows in your yard? And suddenly he's like super... Yeah, there's interested. a ton of it. Dude, for real? Yeah, a bunch. It takes me forever to get rid of it sometimes. He's like almost salivating. He goes, uh, you, you don't have to get rid of it. Like I could I could take care of I could take care of that for you if you've got weed in, in your it's in the backyard. Yeah, uh, and sometimes the front yard. Whoa, dude, that's fucking ballsy. Yeah. Look, I'll take some of that weed, but you gotta stop fucking hanging uh, poking around our hangout. Your friends gotta stop passing out. I don't need that shit here. And I don't want this fucking alone. son of a cop digging into my shit. What do you guys want? You know, I, I think you might be right, Virgil. We, maybe we should go. Cade seems like a very, very busy man. Can I attempt to manipulate yeah. here? Yeah, okay. you, you sure can. Ooh, five. <laughs> what, is it? what is the threshold? Higher than that. Explain to me how you were trying to manipulate him. Virgil's gonna ask, if they knew anything about the bike, in exchange for all of Dex's yard weed, they could go claim it for so their own. You, uh, I'm sure so Dex wouldn't mind. Oh, why would I? Yeah, it's just they're doing the work for you. Because it's dandelions. What, did, what, <laughs> what bike? What are you talking about? What bike? This one. We have a picture of it. Uh, so Cade looks at the bike and he goes, this blue bike? I've never seen this blue bike before in my life. Is that, is that Lucas? Yeah. Lucas, you know Lucas. Yeah, Everybody knows I know Lucas. Lucas and his iconic red Schwinn. Yeah. I've never seen this blue bike before. Is this, is this Lucas's bike? Don't know, he wants us to find it. <laughs> well, maybe you're not the only one that wants to find this bike, huh? Hey boys, look at this. Kyle, one of the lackeys goes, yeah boss, maybe we get that bike. Maybe we get that bike from him, teaches Lucas motherfucker a lesson. Where are you guys from? Because you sound strange. I have serious speech impediment. <laughs> Did you grow up in Oregon your whole life? No. Sounds like you didn't. 
Sounds like you didn't. And he, he like, he I did like though. Flexes his fist at you. And Dex doesn't react. He goes, "But I did. I was born and raised here." Cade takes the photograph from you, and he goes, "Look, I've never seen this bike before in my life. But if this belongs to Lucas, then it belongs to me. All right? Lucas told me that he had some special herbage for me that he was growing out in his secret smoke spot out in the woods. Same smoke spot in this picture. Okay?" So you find this bike, you bring it to me. Cause it's the property of the Hell's Pass gang. Ah-woo! And then oh, they all start no. doing it. No, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's the, that's the sound. That's, that's not, <laughs> that the sound you heard? I, I, close. Okay. <laughs> Where's, where is this smoke spot? Okay, look, here's the thing. You bring me all that kind bud you got growing in your yard, decks, and, uh, I'll tell you where the secret smoke spot is. You got a deal? And he, he extends his hand for a handshake. Give him a thumbs up. Okay. Uh, he doesn't really know how to take that, and he grabs the tip of your thumb and just kind of shakes it and goes, you guys are fucking weird. Lucas's secret smoke spot is uh, through the woods in the east entrance. You keep going for about half a mile, and then there's a tree with a cross on it, carved into it, you take a left, and you'll find it. You can't miss it. It's a clearing where he grows some of his stuff, okay? All right, uh, appreciate the help, fellas. Yeah, fuck out of here, cop. Dex, that was an incredible act of deception there. I guess so. Weed. I mean, I don't, I, didn't know know why he wants, I don't know why he wants that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it took me forever to mow it, so. Uh, he doesn't, he was after something else, and they're gonna be very upset with us when they figure out what what is going on? What they are... wanted drugs. The drugs, weed. Weed drugs. Did you uh, think that yeah. they meant just regular weeds that are growing in a yard? Dex shrugs. You hear as you're walking away from the hangout, We're gonna be rich! <laughs> <laughs> and you hear his, his lackey Kyle, he goes, Yeah, boss, yeah! Die, <laughs> <Hey>, G boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's Kevin. Okay. Yeah, that's Kevin and Kyle. Okay, well, we need to get out of here quickly yeah. then and never come back. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Oh, God, my shift is coming up soon. Oh, shoot. Sounds like Can we gotta hurry. Call in? I guess, but I don't have a phone. You've got about two hours uh, until your shift begins. Uh, okay, we should move now. We should, we should get going now if we're gonna yeah. go to this carved tree and... And I say, you work at the Wiener Factory. It's not exactly a career. I think you're gonna be fine if you miss a shift. Yeah, it's just I already missed so many shifts preparing for exams that... I, oh, gosh. Spencer, you know how important to me it is to, to pass all my finals. Can't you just get a job at McDonald's? I guess. Or somewhere else? <laughs> Listen, I mean, I... <laughs> we're gonna hurry. We're gonna, we'll be back before you know it. Okay. Sloan, don't you right. worry. Let's let's go then. Let's hey, go straight Sloan. to the woods. Uh, yeah? Just in case you missed your shift, here's this and gives her the hundred bucks that he got or whatever. You can have that, I guess. Thanks, Dex. <laughs> sure, whatever. That's really, that's really groovy of you. I guess so. I say, why are you sweating? Uh, Loudly for uh, everyone to <laughs> Spencer, I, I'm, you know I have a gland disease. Oh, okay. At the edge of town since the entrance to the woods, uh, Paradise Path sits nestled in the middle of countless miles of pine trees that sort of span out seemingly forever. As you're heading into the woods the way that uh, that Cade told you to go, uh, you see a set of bike tracks. Spencer, don't you do that thing where you like 
touch the ground and then you taste it yeah, and yeah. you can tell stuff from it? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah Spencer uh, picks up the dirt, puts it in his mouth, mm -hmm. spits it out, runs it through his hands, puts it back in his mouth, chews it for a bit, and then swallows it. Yep. And uh, that is the typical way that uh, he investigates a mystery. Mm -hmm. So you are going to roll 2d6 plus uh, sharp. Nine. On a 7 to 9, you can ask one of the following questions. What happened here? Uh, where did it go? Uh, what is it going to do? And what is being concealed here? I'm going to say, where did it go? So you see that the bike tracks uh, are heading towards town and then abruptly stop right next to a large rock. Um, but next to the bike tracks, is uh, it looks like something fell really hard, and then it, it looks like it may have been dragged back towards where the bike tracks came from. Can I read a bad situation? You can. I'm so reading that. a bad situation is rolling 2d6 plus sharp. Ooh, baby. I ain't that sharp, but I know something's going on here. Mm -hmm. mm. Ooh, 11, sharp. so 10. You got a 10. You can ask three questions. You can ask what's uh, the best way in, the best way out, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What is the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what is the best way to protect the victims? All right. I don't like the look of this. Something clearly happened here. I need to, I want to notice, see if there's any dangers we haven't noticed. You haven't really noticed this before, but um, as you head deeper and deeper into the woods, you start to see these sort of like floating little particles are kind of... Uh, flying through the air. They, you don't really know exactly what they are. They're just sort of sprinkling down, almost like they're coming from inside deeper in the forest. It looks like maybe some kind of like fur brush or just something. Dex, you seeing this? Yeah, kind of. Looks what do you like mean? floaty things. Okay, yeah, that's what I made of it. Yeah. Okay, Spencer Sloan, you seeing weird floaty things happening? What is this? I guess I didn't, but now I... Yeah. Swat at them. <laughs> you swat at them and they sort of brush over uh, your two friends, Virgil and Dex. They accidentally breathe some of them in. And uh, I mean, you're kind of fine, but you've got sort of a sore throat now. It, it almost <coughs> feels like you're trying to fight yourself from oh, wanting to cross. Mm. Um, and then I get two more questions, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to know best way out in case this goes bad. Directly back the way you came. Okay. Makes sense. Best way in, if because you said they're kind of going a certain way. Yeah, so the bike tracks lead you almost directly on the path that uh, you were told by Cade. Okay. What do you say? We keep on following? Yep. Yeah. And so it says because we're acting on it, we got plus one ongoing while the information is relevant. Yeah, yeah, so cool. you do. So just while we're doing this, we got plus ones on stuff? Yeah. Uh, as you head down deeper into the woods, you start to notice more of these sort of particles floating around. <coughs> uh, and it sort of becomes harder to breathe for all of you. And you keep feeling the constant need to, to fight yourself from coughing. Uh, and then you see a tree with a, a cross carved into it. Okay, this is it. And then <coughs> <coughs> from here, we were supposed to take a left. Yeah. But is anybody else feeling kind of strange? Yeah, not great. I don't mm -hmm. know what this is, but I don't feel great. I feel like I have to cough, but I don't want to. He's right, that's exactly it. <laughs> It's an overwhelming feeling to cough. You're uh, sweating again. <laughs> Spencer, just, 
turn left. Let's go. So uh, you guys turn left, and then now from the direction that is immediately behind you, you hear uh, the sound of a twig snap. And as you turn around, you see uh, a coyote, which is a normal animal that's just out here in the uh, in the forest. Oh. I've definitely heard a coyote growl before. It's okay. What does it sound like? Was that what you heard when you passed out? Was that what you heard? Uh, uh, okay, I, I have to tell you all something before this. <laughs> I had this vision where I heard laughing and a scream and then a growl from an animal I've never heard, but I've heard a coyote growl, so this must be a very friendly coyote. Hey, hey, little guys. From hey. the direction that is now behind you, so the way you were heading, you hear a couple more leaves crack, like somebody stepping on them. And if you turn around to look, you'll see two more coyotes uh, approaching from behind. Hey, look, two more coyotes. That makes three coyotes. Dex is right. If you see a coyote, you need to make yourself big. I, I make myself big. Dex raises his arms in the air and goes, Ah. Uh, Good from decks. every direction, you hear something cracking, uh, and as you sort of spin around, you see that uh, these coyotes are approaching you. But something is a little off about them. Their eyes seem to be completely black, and they are covered with these weird growths on them uh, that almost look like, like, like mushrooms, almost like they're being taken over by some kind of fungus and one of them is approaching uh, Dex. And, and the Dex, if you see, if you look around, you see that there's a total of six. So Dex, Dex looks around, he goes one, two, three, four, five, six. And then he goes, raises his arms in the air. Ah! You uh, make a noise and the coyotes yelp and one of them uh, lurches towards you, preparing to attack you. And that, is where we will pick up with the <gasps> oh, next episode oh. of Must Be Dice Paradise Pass. Oh my god. I'm gonna punch a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tame it. <laughs> I'm gonna ride a coyote. <laughs> <laughs>